0: I think we can do better than that. Hallelujah! Somebody magnify the king of all kings. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. feel the Holy Ghost in this house today. From the very first service last night, it is obvious that God is doing great things this week in this place. It's no accident that you're here at the first week of the year at 238 Conference. You thought you were just coming to meet somebody. You didn't realize God... Is involved in what your decision was to come here. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I believe there are things going to break this week for young people. You're going to look back and say, that was the week everything changed. If you don't know how to respond to that, look at your youth leader and respond like they're responding. If your youth leader ain't doing anything, get you a new youth leader. Just messing with. You. But I've just come to bear my heart today. I've got a burden on my heart today. I've come with sniper fire this morning. You that are spiritual, I'm going to need your help cuz I understand that I'm going to be preaching to what I hope is the minority in this building today but I believe there's some people that are in desperate need of God to change the direction you're going right now if you'll let the Holy Ghost get a hold of you today if you'll let the Holy Ghost anybody feel what this preacher's feeling right now come on it's here come on let's take 15 seconds and go ahead and just grab a hold of this right now just Come on, young people, grab a hold of something in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and let the devil know I'm responding to what I'm about to hear. I'm going to let God work. Praise God. If you got your Bibles, turn to the book of Genesis, the 37th chapter. While you're turning, I want to give honor to the pastor of this local church, my friends, pastor and sister Bradford. I love them. And uh, it's always a privilege to be invited to preach somewhere, but it's a double honor to be invited back. And uh, we had a time of revival here with them, and I'm honored for the invitation to be a part of this meeting. Thank you for the room, the tremendous basket. Give honor to Bishop Frost and his wife, their years of labor here, and their friendship to me. Amen. While you're clapping, clap for this great church with all the hospitality and work that's been done to make this a first-class meeting. Give honor to all ministry that is here, youth leaders, evangelists, pastors. I give you honor today, all friends. I have many friends here. Good to see you sorry my wife and kids are not with me. No one's more upset about it than me. My wife is the best part of me. And so you're just getting the other half today. She's been dealing with the flu, so if you could keep her in prayer. And thank you, Brother Williams, for following the Holy Ghost last night. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. I believe God's going to intervene for somebody in this service today. Hallelujah. Genesis 37, chapter number 37, verse number... Let's start with verse number 2. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old. Everyone say he was still a teenager. Was feeding the flock with his brethren, the lad. The lad, that's a young man. That's Joseph. Was with the sons of Bilhah, with the sons of Zilpah's father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and made him a coat of many colors And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him and joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet The more he said unto them, hear you, I pray this dream, which I have dreamed. Behold, we're binding sheaves in the field. My sheaf rose stood upright. Your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaves. His brethren said, shalt thou indeed reign over us? Shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it to his brethren. Behold, I've dreamed a dream more. Behold, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars made obeisance unto me. Told his father and brethren. His father rebuked him and said, "What is this dream? Thou hast dreamed. Shall I, my mother, thy mother, thy brethren, come bow down ourselves to the earth?" And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same they hated him yet the more for his dreams and I want to preach to us this morning about overcoming dream killers overcoming dream killers would you lay your Bibles down and one more time join the preacher and praying that God's will would be done in this place come on let's do it like apostolics know how to do it let's not whisper lift your voice and for the next minute, get in the Holy Ghost with this preacher right now. God, I love you. God, I praise you. Praise God. Come on, Holy Ghost, we need an old time anointing in this place. God, we need old time conviction to baptize this congregation right now. Break every chain. Grab a hold of a young person that's on their way out. Pull them back into the fold today, God. Let conviction work. Let the anointing destroy every yoke of bondage. Somebody's got God's attention right now. Come on, if I've ever felt unction in the Holy Ghost, I'm feeling it this morning. Somebody's already tapped into what God's come to talk to you about. Go ahead, let it go for another moment right now. Let that rise out of your heart. God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. As I've said, I've come with sniper fire. I've come to put my crosshairs on some specific young people in this house today. I've come to help some talented, intelligent young people that have a call of God on their life. Yet are in the throes of battle with hell, over your soul. I've come to talk to those that have got a dream, a call from God on their life. A dream is a vision. It's a series of images projected into your mind. It's a strong desire to accomplish something. It's a, a strong desire to become something in life. to see something come to pass. And one might would say, this is the dream. I have dreamed when it came to pass. It's a, it's a calling, it's a drive that God has on some people in this place. And of course, when you begin to talk about the dream and dreams, everyone's mind goes back to August the 28th of 1963 as Dr. Martin Luther King would stand up and give a speech we call the I have a dream speech. And uh, as he was standing in defense of civil rights, and fighting for the belief that all men, regardless of their skin color, are created equal. And let me just stop this. This is not one I'm preach. But let me just declare this to the spirits of hell in this region. Racism has no place in the apostolic church. Period. Period. We're not going to let our broken culture put racism where there is no racism. The only color that matters in here is the red blood of Jesus Christ. Hey, I felt something lift right there. We're breaking strongholds in our society. Hallelujah. And he dreamed of a day when people would be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. And he began to speak and say, I dream of a day where we will all be able to join hands and sing free, At last, free at last, great God Almighty, we are free at last. And while he was fighting for the dream, There were those in his day that were trying to kill that dream, that wanted to stop the integration, uh, that wanted to silence uh, the dream that Dr. King had. uh, But he never stopped fighting for his dream, whether it put him in jail, whether it caused people to turn on him, uh, whether people of his own skin tone turned on him. He had a dream uh, that superseded all opposition, that superseded all frustration. He just kept talking about the dream everywhere he'd go. uh. He never stopped with a dream but they've been trying to kill his dream since that day and those same dream killers are back in 2020 and would love nothing more than to undo his dream I'm gonna preach to somebody you can never back up on the dream that God gives you there's always gonna be somebody that ain't gonna be happy with what God's doing in your life but if you've got a call of God if God's been talking to you you've got to never stop fight Oh, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. Hallelujah. I've come to preach today. I've got a dream. You've got a dream. God's got a plan for your life. God's got a call on your soul. Hallelujah. There's young people sitting in this house. If you could just see the plans that God had for you, it would absolutely blow your mind uh, to know where God could bring you in the next two years uh, if you were just dedicated and consecrated to pursuing the call of God. Uh, I'm looking at apostolics uh, and probably a large portion of you in this building uh, were... He's in an apostolic church, Uh, and I want you to hear the evangelist. I'm an evangelist today, all right, so I'm going to do what evangelists are supposed to do for a little while. I want you to hear the preacher. I'm all about praying new young people through. I am all about new people coming in uh, and getting the Holy Ghost, uh, but I'm not interested in it coming at the cost of those uh, that are already sitting on our pews. Uh, We cannot afford the staggering casualties. that our last generation suffered with backsliders. Uh, In this current generation, uh, we have got to get an overcoming spirit uh, that says I am not going to be a part of the backsliding committee. We cannot suffer any more casualties. Jesus is coming. Uh, I felt a little doubt right there. I want to preach a little old message for just a moment. Jesus is coming soon. Uh, We cannot afford to suffer the same casualties of backsliding that we lost in the previous generation. Come on, I've come to help some troubled young people today. There are some people in this house that are in spiritual trouble right now, that are in deep spiritual trouble. I've come to splash some cold water on your face. I've come to try and get your focus uh, on what God wants to do in your life. Uh, There is a fight going on uh, over your future. There's a fight going on uh, over your soul. Uh, I'm preaching to young people that right now you are in critical moments in your life. Uh, These are critical moments. Uh, You are in critical stages uh, that are building the blocks uh, that the rest of your life is going to be lived upon. Uh, These are critical years. Uh, Your teenage years uh, are years upon which hangs the balance uh, of your future. Uh, here's the years that you're living right now are building the plans for the rest of your life. Uh, you're in a critical stage. Uh, what you're doing right now is the building blocks. Uh, the decisions you're making right now uh, is setting the course uh, for lifelong footsteps. Uh, you hear this, preacher? I'm trying to get some young people to get their eyes uh, on the seriousness of the decisions that you're making right now. Somebody lift your hands and love God for just a moment. Let's give God a moment here to talk to a heart right now. God, I've got quite a bit to preach, but we need to take a moment right here and let God soften some stuff in some hearts right now. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise God! Be seated. Let me talk to you for a little while. These are critical years. These are invaluable years that you never get back. Uh, And too often, as teenagers, uh, your life I I know what I'm preaching today because I'm going to be real transparent. I have lived what I'm about to preach to you. Uh, Too often, our life is only consumed uh, with now. Uh, We're living each day for now. Uh, Our teenage years are too often spent just for fun and enjoyment. Uh, There's nothing wrong with enjoying your youth. Uh, But there's a danger when you don't start taking the things of God seriously. Uh, We are living in a world that continually places emphasis uh, on now. Uh, Live how you want to live now. Uh, Have fun now. Uh, Don't worry about the consequences. Uh, Don't worry about how this will affect your future. Don't worry about being responsible. Don't worry about doing anything for God. Uh, Don't worry about bettering yourself. You've got time for that later. Uh, And as a result, teenagers are becoming adults, uh, but they're still trying to live like children, uh, and they're still living immature. Uh, and we've got children raising more children uh, and there's no family values being handed down uh, because young people uh, are being raised with no understanding uh, that what I'm doing right now uh, is building my entire life. Uh, You hear the preacher, if you're going to live your life with unrestricted living, it will always lead to disaster when you become an adult. Where there is no value on conviction and discipline, there will always be rebellion, irresponsibility, and immorality. You need need to hear the evangelist today. Living for God and living holy is not restrictive, painful. It is liberty. It's preserving you to be something for God. The apostolic church is not a place of rules uh, trying to control your life. Uh, It's a place of godly convictions uh, that is trying to preserve the dream. My babies have got a dream. Uh, My daughter's only six years old, but she's got a God-given dream. Uh, She's not living in restrictions. She's living in preservation. I am thankful I was raised in an apostolic home. I thank God that there was no television in my living room. I thank God there was no beer in my refrigerator. I thank God I never saw cigarettes in my daddy's pocket. I thank God I never heard my parents cussing. I thank God I never heard my parents say, are we going to go to church tonight? I'm so glad I was raised in a home we didn't play Little League. We didn't go to the movie. I lost somebody right there. We didn't go to the movie. If you don't know how to respond to that, watch a youth leader. We didn't go to the movie theaters. We didn't go to the ball games. We didn't drink. We didn't cuss. We didn't dress immodest. That's the kind of home I was raised in and I want every young person to hear me. I was not deprived. I was not underprivileged. I was not held back. I was the most blessed teenager the world had ever seen don't let him run by himself you are not deprived you are blessed if you've been raised in an apostolic home you ought to thank God every day that somebody loved you enough to bring you to the house of God and all the parents are shouting right now thank you mama that you're bringing me to church thank you daddy that you're bringing me to church. Are you hearing me, young people? Nobody's more blessed than a teenager that says all I've ever known is talking in tongues. All I've ever known was shouting in the altar. All I've ever known. If you're thankful that somebody fought to preserve the dream in your life, you ought to give God some praise right now. Come on, Mom and Dad, I'm trying to help you. Hey, don't fight your parents, thank your parents. Thank God somebody's raising you in a house of God. Come on, let's love God right now. Oh no, I didn't miss out on anything. I got everything I needed to make it. I didn't miss nothing by being raised in an apostolic home. I am the most blessed man in all the world and so are you. So are you. Quit fighting your mom and dad. Quit fighting your pastor. You are blessed. Come on, I feel something breaking right now. I'm tearing down rebellion right now. You need to realize how good you've got it. I had a dream. God had a plan for me before I took my first breath, he told Jeremiah, before you were formed in the belly, I knew you. I knew you. (laughs) God help me. I got a call to preach at a very young age, and the devil heard that call. He saw the plans God had for me. It was kind of like the day he told Peter, that I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom. And he knew something transpired important right there. And from that day forward, we find Peter doing crazy stuff as hell's trying to stop him from using those keys. All the way down to denying Christ. Uh, God God called me to preach. Uh, I heard it and the devil heard it. Uh, I didn't know where all God was going to bring me. I didn't ever think that I'd be doing what I'm doing today. Still don't know why I am. Uh, But I just knew I'm going to make myself available in my local church. Uh, And so I started praying. Uh, I started digging in. Uh, As a teenager, can you believe this? I taught Bible studies. All of our churches could double this year if every teenager started teaching Bible studies. Hey, come on. Let the preacher preach for a little while. Hallelujah. God's got a plan for everybody in this building. Every young person that can hear my voice, God's got a call on your life. It may not to be standing stand in this pulpit, but you've got a pulpit somewhere. Whether it's your job, your school, you are not called to blend in or fit in. You've got a dream. You've got a call. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His dream is not for you to backslide. It's not for you to get carnal. It's not for you to get bitter. His dream is for you to be a powerhouse for the kingdom of God. We need old-time intercessors in our youth groups. We need old-time prayer warriors in our youth groups. I feel something lifting in this house. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but I look back now, I've talked with my wife, we've compared notes, she's got to call God in her life, she's a blessing in a lot of areas, helping young ladies, but I didn't realize it at the time, but hell begins sending people and relationships, I'm going to preach today, it's about to get, I'm just going to tell you, you got a young preacher with an old time passion, All right. It's about to get real uncomfortable in these next few moments. Uh, Hallelujah. He sent people. He sent relationships and connections uh, and things into my life that had no other purpose but to try and destroy the dream uh, that God had given me. He sent dream killers uh, into my life uh, for the purpose of scarring me up uh, so that I could not do what I'm doing right now. Uh, and looking back over my life, uh, I can look at specific people. I can look at pre- specific moments. Uh, and now, in hindsight, uh, I realize those were dream killers, uh, and I I wasn't even aware uh, of what was happening in that moment. Uh, And I look back and I get so thankful for my pastor uh, that was helping me navigate through the crocodiles uh, because he was bringing me to a place a fulfillment of the call of God. Thank you, Dad, for never letting me let the dream die. There were circumstances. There were. Are you hearing the preacher in the pulpit, young people? There were relationships of hell that were sent my way for no other reason than to try and destroy the dream. They were not my friends. They were dream killers, Brother Williams. And I was too dumb spiritually to know what was going on. There was something in here that could still listen to the Word of God. I'm just telling you right now, it's only an act of God that I navigated all the dream killers because they were a mile long in my life. And I wish I could say I got it right all the time, I didn't. But somehow, by the mercies of God, He brought me across the river of crocodiles on the Nile. He brought me through the Red Sea. And there's some young people that that's where you're living right now. There are dream killers. There are people in your life. You hear me? There are people right now in your life who are serving no other purpose than to try and destroy the plan of God in your life. I've come with sniper fire today. I caught there's somebody in trouble today. And I've come to wake somebody up. This was where Joseph was at. God was bringing him to a place where God-given dreams can become realities. But through every step of the journey, as God is navigating Joseph to the fulfillment of his God-given dream, to see the plan of God become reality, there were dream killers on every part of the process that were trying to strip him of his dream, that were trying to rob him of his dream. Joseph's brothers hated him because of his dream. Uh, Joseph's brothers hated him uh, because of the favor of the father. Uh, I'm telling you, it's not easy to live with a call of God on your life. Uh, His own brothers realized that if we're going to stop the dream, you got to kill the dreamer. You got to get them backslid. You got to get them carnal. You got to stop them from praying. Uh, You got to get them with the wrong crowd. Uh, And so his own brother said if he's going to be Mr. Spiritual, don't invite him over to Youth Night anymore. Uh, Don't sit by him during the church service. Uh, Don't let him hang out with us anymore. Uh, We've got to kill the dreamer. Uh, We don't don't want that kind around us. Uh, Hey, let me tell you, his own brother's tried to kill him. Uh, Young people, you write this down and you're for the rest of your life. Not everybody in your youth group is spiritual. It's going to get messy Not everybody you go to church with Should you always be hanging out with There are some dream killers Around your life Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful just because they sit on your pew don't mean they're full of the Holy Ghost. Uh, You got to be careful who you're running with because your own brother that you think worships with you could be trying to do nothing more than to rob you of the hand of God in your life. Not everybody in the youth group's a good influence. You got to find somebody that's also got a dream. You got to do like Joseph. They hated him for his dreams. His response to the haters was, I'm just going to dream another dream. I'm just going to feel after God a little bit more. I'm going to take advantage that God's been talking to me. Sometimes having a call of God on your life, and this is why it's so hard for some young people to stand tall is it's going to isolate you from your peers. A call of God will isolate you from some friends. I, I don't want my peers' approval if it costs me the dreams. Oh, God, I feel something right now. Somebody fill after the Holy Ghost. I don't want to fit in. If it comes at the cost of my soul, I don't want to be accepted if it costs me the plan of God. Come on, I'm trying to help a teenager deal with a dream killer today. Come on, you don't even realize it, but I'm trying to shape your perception. Not everyone you're connected with values the plan of God in your life let's pray right now let's pray if there's a parent in the house lift your voice for just a moment you hear that devil i hear the sound of a young person with a dream starting to rise up in the holy ghost i'm not going to be a part of the carnality I'm not going to be a part of the ones that don't pray. I'm not going to sell my dream. I'm going to see God bring it to reality. If my own brothers hate me, let them hate me. But I'm not selling my dream for friendships. Come on. Come on, Joseph. We're dealing with dream killers. there are preachers in this house in these pews that haven't yet seen it come reality but you've still got the dream i'm gonna be ruler one day it's hard to see it at the bottom of a pit when my brothers are discussing the best way to get me out of their relationship and their group and how to kill me it's hard to see it when i'm a slavery with the midianites It's hard to think that I could be preaching revivals and I could be teaching Bible studies when I'm I'm wrapped in chains in the back of a slaver's cart. And now I'm sold into Egypt and I'm living in a culture that hates my God, that hates my dream, that hates my lifestyle that I've got to contend with. And I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. And I'm the only one in the youth group uh, that ever goes to the altar calls. uh, And I'm the only one living godly. I'm out here living by myself uh, in a culture that hates how I'm living. How do you expect me to believe that the dream can still become a reality and that I can do something for God? Come on. He's in a heathen land with a heathen culture uh, where people every day are living in opposition to his convictions. uh, And they did not believe what they believed. uh, And all of a sudden... Potiphar's wife shows up. All of a sudden, she starts batting her eyes. What's the big deal about purity, Joseph? I told you we're going to get there today. I am sick and tired of fornication condemning and shaming young people in our youth groups. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a youth conference. Let's talk about fornication for just a moment. You hear this, preacher. Potiphar's wife will stop at nothing to mess you up so bad mentally that you feel like God can't redeem you because you've lost some things. There are people in this building right now committing acts of fornication with a dream killer. And you don't even realize how bad you're damaging yourself. And I know if you've already done it, God can forgive you. So I can't be afraid to preach this just because you've already done it. There's mercy for you. But I'm trying to stop somebody else from scarring the dream. Yeah, yeah. She pressed him. This is why it matters who you're connected to, young people. She pressed him day by day. Lie with me. Trigger warning, have sex with me. Don't act like that just shocked you. We're just having fun. This ain't going to bother us when we become adults. This is just teenagers playing a game. You ain't playing a game, honey. You're wrecking a dream. God, if I've ever felt anointing, I feel it right now. I am up against demons of hell. You hear me? It'll scar you for life when you've got to look at the one you marry and say you're not the only one. I didn't save myself for you. It's already handprints on me. got young people touching where they shouldn't touch with friends with benefits don't get nervous mom and dad these young people know exactly what I'm preaching friends with benefits are dream killers that ain't a benefit honey you're wrecking a dream they don't love you Samson They just want your power. They want to strip you. They want to scar you. They want to wreck you so that you come to the Acts 238 Youth Conference and you can't even raise your hands because of the condemnation and the shame. Because while I'm preaching, you realize that you blew it. Come on. I'm trying to preach to a young man. Pornography is not a game that stays in teenage years. I'm trying to preach to a young lady. Pornography is not a game that stays in teenage years. It's a lifelong addiction that hunts you down all the way into your marriage. It hunts you down every time you try to pray. It's in the back of your mind. It's trying to strip you. It's trying to rob you. It's trying to shake you. And you feel like an idiot. And you feel so overwhelmed. And you feel so uh, over condemnation. I'm telling you, we're going to kill some dream killers before this service is over. And there's going to be somebody that says, I may have some scars, but I'm going to get back to believing that God can make the dream a reality. My God, do what you feel right now. Do you hear that, devil? That's the sound of somebody with a dream that says, I'm not going to let you take it out of my life. Hey, come on. Come on. It's not a game. You need to value purity. You young men that are pressuring a godly lady to touch where you shouldn't touch, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You are sorry. You need to get back in an altar and let God change some stuff. Young lady, you keep trying to seduce that young man that's got a call of God, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Not only are you wrecking his dream, you're wrecking God's dream for you. My God, give us young people that walk in the Holy Ghost. I got a dream. I'm not going to let the dream killer scar me up. Not going to let the dream killer wreck Brother Caden. I took a coat off somewhere. She's pulling on him. Pulling on him every day. I'm gonna tell you something. You're gonna hear some more tomorrow, so I can get ahead of myself. Let me just tell you, better be careful what you're doing with this. I don't know what you came expecting, but I hope you came expecting some apostolic preaching. I'm fighting dream killers for some of you precious young people that are going to be the greatest preachers Pentecost has ever seen and the greatest soul winners uh, but the dream killers in your pocket Amen. saying nobody's going to see what's on your phone <laughs> I can control this I can quit anytime I want I still go back to church and pray and feel God so I'm, I'm doing alright Potiphar's wife, lust, pulling on them every day. Come on, come on. You ain't never gonna be seeing those sheaves bow down to you anyway. And even if you can still get there, nobody's gonna know about this. None of the men of the house are around. It's gonna be a one night moment. Let me tell you, one night moments become lifelong battles. And she's pressing. And she's pulling. I need a couple old school prayer warriors to kind of start getting in the Holy Ghost right now. God's about to move. And she's pulling. But Joseph had a dream. He wasn't just an average man that would have done it in Potiphar's house, she was dealing with a a person. Say it like this: She was dealing with somebody that knew what Holy Ghost was all about, huh? that knew what One God was all about. Let me bring it to where we're at: She wasn't just dealing with some average guy that probably would have done it. She got her hands on somebody that had a dream, huh? and here her peer pressure was no match for a dream. Her peer pressure ain't no match for convictions, honey. I'm not gonna let the dream killer suck me in. He said, I'm not going to do this and sin against my God. You see, I've got a dream and he took off running. I'm going to preach to somebody. You need to run from some people in your life that are pressing you to compromise your dream. Come on. Don't let the devil lie to you and say it's just going to stay in my teenage years. Sin does not stay confined to one moment of ignorance. Sin chases you the rest of your life. It's a cancer. It spreads. The devil is after your dream. Realize what's going on. building you're surrounded by dream killers and you don't even realize it we gotta kill the dreamer so that they aren't even in church in the next five years I've watched the dream killer come after apostolic young people with a vengeance and I've watched as those raised in the protective cocoon of the apostolic church, get involved with dream killers, and watch the dream killers strip them little by little of the plans of God, of their purity, their integrity, their sanity, and wreck their lives because they couldn't overcome the dream killer. Didn't have the guts to say no. Come on, I feel it. You feel that? That's called conviction. It used to be a part of Pentecost. It's what changed lives. Your problem's not with your pastor. It's not with the church. It's not with standards. Your problem is with the That's trying to strip your coat. That's trying to take your favor. That's trying to take your dream. Nothing's wrong. The devil will tell you the dream is the problem. No, that's the dream killer talking. I've come to fight for some teenagers and some young married adults that are dealing with the dream killer right now. And you're hooked up with stuff that's trying to destroy you. Your whole life is at stake. Your future's at stake. Everything Joseph did, Brother Bradley, was through the lens. How's this going to affect my dream? Because if this is going to damage my dream, if this is going to harm the plan of God, I want out of it. I don't want it in my life. Get it away from me. I don't want the dream killer. Come on. Well, I don't think the pastor wants me to have a boyfriend. He don't want me to get married. Uh, what you don't realize is while you're out of control emotionally, you've got a man of God that's got some stability and sanity that can recognize a dream killer. And he's saying, no, you ain't messing her up. She's got a call of God on her life. Uh, no, you ain't wrecking him. Uh, we've got a dream we're fighting for. i uh, God, pray, 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 pray. Come on. If somebody is always pressuring you to do something that has to be done in secret, lied about, or covered up, that's not a friend, that's a dream killer. My God, help me preach this right now. They're not best friends. Pressuring you and influencing you to do things you always got to hide. Hey, Samson, Delilah's not the woman of your dreams, she's a dream killer. It's no accident that that girl showed up in your life just as God started talking to you. You hear me, preacher's kid? You need to quit trying to prove you can be the coolest carnal kid in the group. Don't be the lead dream killer, be the lead dreamer. Come on, your brothers can take your coat but they can't take my dream. Potiphar's wife can take my position, but she can't take the integrity that God gave me. Uh, The prisoner may forget you when he goes to the king's house, but as long as you never quit looking at what God called you to be, I'm not going to let the dream killer take my dream. There's some young people right now. I'm talking to two crews. some young people right now that you have a desire to do something for God, you're just oblivious to the stuff that's happening that's trying to rob you of it. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out why any parent that's apostolic would want to put their kids in Little League. Being a ball player is not the dream. It's a dream killer. I don't care if that just made somebody mad. You're going to mess your kid's perception up. You care more about them throwing a ball than being Holy Ghost-filled. You hear me, young person? The dream is not to play on the NBA. The dream is to get in the Holy Ghost. Where God starts talking, Pastor Bradford. Come on, do you feel that? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Dream killers. Rebellion. It's a dream killer ungodly relationships, pornography, lust. Uh, it's a dream killer. It can come in a form of a job offer. It can come as higher education. Uh, it can come as a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Uh, but you've got to be careful that you're not hooking up with a dream killer. Hallelujah. Mm. We're about to lift our hands. And when we do, the Holy Ghost is going to break forth in this house. He's already here. And there's going to be some young people that are in incredible spiritual trouble that are going to shake off some stuff tonight. I am praying God would baptize this house with a Holy Ghost boldness. I want you to get out of your seat and pack your way in as close as you can. Move out of those aisles. Move, 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 move. Come on. Come on, push. Push your way out here. We're not just going to stand and stare at the floor. The Holy Ghost is fixing to move. I'm preaching to a young lady. You already are finding yourself in some compromising places. But God's going to help you cut the head off a dream killer today. I'm preaching to a young man right now that God's going to help you break free from some of the spirits of hell that are serving no other purpose. Uh, When this service is over, I want some relationships to end. Uh, When this service is over, I want you to delete a phone number. Uh, When this service is over, I want somebody to change your best friend. Uh, Come on, uh, I'm fighting for you. The dream killer's coming. Uh, I want you to lift your voice and pray with everything you've got. Go, go, go. Do you hear that, dream killer? That's the sound of a Joseph that says, I'm not gonna let you wreck the plan of God. I will not backslide. I will not sell my dream. Uh, I Go, go, go. There it is. There it is. God's lifted some condemnation. Come on. You're gonna be a preacher, young man. Don't trade that. Come on, young lady. Don't trade the call of God. You're gonna be a preacher's wife. You're going to be a soul winner. Pray. Pray like you've never prayed. Mom and dad, step over pews. Help me pray. I need some preachers. Step into this place and help me pray. Youth leaders, go. Grab a hold of some people. Pray. Pray. We've got to fight a dream killer. We've got to fight a spirit of rebellion. We've got to kill some lust. We've got to kill carnality. We've got to kill the desire to be fitted in. Come on. There's some relationships that need to end. You can do this. You can live without her. You'll be better off without him. You've gotta save your soul. Come on, young lady, let the tears go. Come on, young man. I beg you, quit playing with Hollywood. Quit slipping around with sinners. Quit playing around with drinking. Young lady, quit meeting him in the middle of the night. Come on, this preacher pleads with you. Don't let the dream killers rob you of the goodness of God. Somebody's about to get called to the ministry. Somebody's about to step into a prayer life. God, I pray right now You would tear down every excuse. Tear down every spirit of hell. Silence every lie. Shut down the voice of Potiphar's wife. Silence Delilah. You're not taking my power. I don't care if my brothers hate me. I don't care if the youth group is against me. I've got a call of God. Come on, preachers, kid. Get in the Holy Ghost and lead your youth group in revival. Come on, young lady. Don't let the dream killer cause you to be silent. Don't you stare at the floor. Don't you just whisper and mumble. If you're a teenager, you need to be praying right now. Don't let the dream killer stop you in this altar call. When's the last time you prayed till you spoke in tongues? Huh? Come on, young man. You don't even see it right now, but one day you're gonna be an evangelist. You need to pray! Go, go, go!